Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Welcome into Sound Off. Scott Sipker in tonight, as you can tell through that video. You threw a golf ball in my groin, John. Hey, we're trying to dance like Phil. And I think we did a decent job. I think mine was a little better than yours. As you well, mine was better. It's just that whoever's throwing those golf balls had a lot worse aim. Oh, that was you, John. I don't agree with that. All right, we got a lot to talk about. First, let's start with a hot topic. Fall camp is underway in Ames and Iowa City. We are less than a month till the season kicks off for college football. It's almost here. Both teams look to build on bowl wins. Cyclones have lots of weapons and high expectations. Hawkeyes confident and should challenge Wisconsin in the Big Ten West. What are your thoughts on the season? Give us a call right now, 515-282-9010. Let's sound off. Well, so much for the boring summer with no news. Earlier this week, former ESPN employee Brett McMurphy dropped the bombshell that Ohio State head coach Urban Meyer was fully aware of the 2015 domestic abuse allegation against his former assistant, Zach Smith. On Friday, Meyer released a statement admitting he lied at Big Ten Media Day when asked about the allegation. Meyer says he followed protocol in 2015 after learning about the incident, but he also kept the alleged perpetrator on his staff for three years. The only reason he admitted to lying at Media Day, media day is because he got caught. Now the question becomes, what happens to Meyer? It's one thing to lie to the media about a player's position or injury status, but when you lie about a domestic abuse allegation involving your assistant coach, that's not going to fly in 2018, and Meyer deserves to be crushed for it. As expected, Urban is digging in to fight for his job. 
I think Meyer should be fired, but I won't be surprised if he's on the sideline in a month. He wins a lot. When the news broke of Meyer, attention immediately shifted to who will replace him if he's fired. Iowa State head coach Matt Campbell is an obvious choice. Ohio native, passionate, young, up-and-coming coach. The rumor picked up even more steam when the Dan Patrick Show reported Campbell would be the number one choice if Meyer does not return to Columbus. This, of course, has Cyclone fans all panicked, and I can understand why. In just two years, Campbell has completely changed the culture in Ames. Have Iowa State fans ever been more excited for a football season to start? I don't think so. I only know Campbell through media interactions, and I can tell you he is fully committed to Iowa State, 100%. Tunnel vision. <laughs> Wants no part of these rumors, or as he calls it, the outside noise. It's not him. But it is the world we live in, and Ohio State is a dream destination for anyone. And if I were looking to hire a new football coach, Matt Campbell would be on my short list as well. Friday night, while being interviewed about his I Promise school with free tuition, free transportation, and free meals, LeBron James said he felt President Trump was using sports to divide the country along racial lines. President Trump took the opportunity to tweet that black journalist Don Lemon is, quote, the dumbest man on television, and that he made black athlete LeBron James look smart, which is, quote, not easy to do. Yes, the President of the United States found it necessary to insult a basketball player in the same week said basketball player opened a school for at-risk kids. But this has nothing to do with what you think of LeBron James or Donald Trump. This has everything to do with the fact that the leader of the free world felt it necessary to attack a private citizen on Twitter. And the best defense Donald Trump supporters can muster is, LeBron insulted Trump first. If your response for the holder of the highest office in the land hurling insults at athletes is, well, he started it, I invite you to ask, hey, Alexa, what's a false equivalency? I guess I shouldn't be surprised that the only way supporters can justify a president who resorts to childish tactics is by using childish excuses. And yet most people, including Trump supporters, hold their own children to a standard that is higher than the one supporters use for the president. Ask yourself, if your child made fun of a disabled reporter, would you scold or cheer? If your child surrounded themselves with known bad actors, would you set limits or ignore it? If your child boasted about grabbing a non-consenting woman by the vagina, would you invoke discipline or would you dismiss it? And if you're thinking, stick to sports, Sipker, I will not. And to be clear, I don't think the president should just stick to politics, but I do think he should stick to a higher standard. Man, talk about a busy week in the sporting world. Oh, we're off with stuff yeah. to talk about. Man, you got the Urban Meyer stuff, you got the Donald Trump LeBron James stuff, and uh, and I think the stuff that's overshadowed with LeBron is the opening of that school. You know, the, the Trump tweet kind of overshadowed that a little bit, but the opening of that school, I mean, you're talking free tuition. Uh, so many free things for at-risk kids, and I think the parents of some of those kids even get to have job placement. You know, he works with getting them new jobs and yeah. stuff. So, so many good things. And what LeBron, LeBron has been able to do, what what LeBron's been able to do with with his talent, yeah, he and his intellect is to to become a very rich businessman and then to give back. And you know, he didn't need a loan from his father to get his business started. 
he got this going and now he's giving back to the community in a way that is nearly unprecedented by an athlete. It's, it's truly admirable. Free tuition for the kids as well if they go on to graduate. That's pretty cool. Incentive-based. All right, uh, how about lookalikes? Let's go to lookalikes with a local connection. Tiny Ref Judges, number one, look at this. Former Iowa Wild coach Derek Lalonde looks like Dr. Evil. Tiny Ref? That's a winner right I, there. I, I think Tiny Ref only said that because now the wild coach is gone and been replaced by somebody else. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't. You don't say that. Yeah, you go, don't yeah. say that to a hockey Got coach it. when he's close to you. Got a ding for that. All right, Tiger Terpstra. Yeah, Tiger Terpstra, Centerville Big Reds outfielder, looks like Noah Syndergaard, the New York Mets pitcher. This is from Amber in Des Moines. Tiny Ref. Mm. Mm. But what a great name, Tiger. Terpster. Real name, Tiger. That's amazing. Good job, parents. Terpster. I like the hair, though. Both of them have that, that, those long I wish boxes. I had that hair. All right, when Sound Off returns, the return of RVTV Ballers. Oh, yeah. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. Jeff writes, Ohio State will probably part ways with him. I would. The whole thing is unfortunate. While I don't hate Urban, he made a major mistake and there has to be consequences. Randy writes, fired immediately. McMurphy proved he knew what the abuse was back in 2015, never called. It's similar to Joe Pa's case. Coach knew, did nothing, has to go. He's a coward at the very least. All right. This week, we announced the 2018 RVTV Tour. Oh, I'm excited about this, John. You love it. I do. We'll start in Diagonal, head up to Norwalk, over to Knoxville, down to Albia, then to Ottumwa, and up to Iowa City for the big game. We're not sure what to expect this year, but here's a behind-the-scenes look at last year. like a drum. It's been a long week. Technically, it's just been five days. You make me sick. 
RVTV hotline. Oh, hey, what's up, coach? Yeah, 20 packs, Bubblicious. Got it. What? Sugar-free. Got it. 10-4, Captain. John, do we know a Seymour Butts? Oh, hey, coach. Yes, we're trusting the process. 20 pizzas for who? Oh, the team out east. Got it. The University of Iowa Hawkeyes, the Iowa State College Cyclones are playing a new sport called tackle football. The Morse Code 13 Sports Squad. Do we take the biggest match of the year too seriously? We're trying. It's RVTV 1894 with John Sears' great-great-grandfather, Clarence. Michael Admire's great-great-great-grandfather, Otis. And Keith Murphy. RVTV. The T stands for train. Along with Chief Weather Prognosticator, Ed Wilson. And Frontier Nice Guy, Scott Zipka. These gentlemen may not know tackle football, but they sure know a good time. The T stands for train. Oh, man, it's going to be a fun time in a couple weeks. All right, all the rage for video games right now is for something called Fortnite. When we return, I give you my top five real video games. Oh, yeah. Plus more live calls. Give us a call. Lines open, 515-282-9010. Sound off. Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation, Chad writes, Urban Meyer received his coaching start from Earl Bruce, who is Zach Smith's grandfather. Apparently, he was loyal to a fault. They think they're above the law. Meyer, Patino, Paterno, Knight. All right, who's in your five? We all know about Fortnite, right? We I all know about I Fortnite. Don't, I don't know about it. I've only I heard about it. I've, I've it. never played it, but here we go. Here's my top five NES games, the oh. original Nintendo. The original, the original Nintendo. Nintendo. Number yep. five, Super Mario 3. Great. When this came out, all of a sudden, Mario, you could get like, you could fly the tail. with a tail. You could get a tail. It was fun. Oh, and great. it was in that movie, The Wizard. Remember that? That was the I new game. I don't remember that. It was a movie, The Wizard. It was in. All right, number four, RBI Baseball. My good. boys in college, we used to play this every Friday night. Well, probably every like Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. Get a few beers, play RBI Baseball. This is an original baseball classic. Number three. Baseball Stars. Jeez, this is like the same game, John. Baseball Stars. No, this is one where you can make your own team and have old school teams in it. It's called Baseball Stars. Number two, Tech Mobile. Oh, this is this is great. Instant classic. Look at that. that Jim that Kelly, screams Thurman Thomas, classic. Andre Reed, unstoppable in this game. Walter Payton, really good. Bo Jackson as well. Number one, though, Mike Tyson's punch out. This is all Do you ever play this? this? It's a, yes, it's a pattern game. It though. is a classic game and you get to Tyson and it, it took me like a hundred times before I could even get a punch it, in. It honestly Tyson. is something you could probably do blindfold because it's just a pattern. That's all you have to learn. Is Top five NES games. Who needs for, who needs Fortnite when you have regular Nintendo? Alright, let's hit some calls up here. Steve and Ankeny. Steve, you want to talk about uh, a little Ankeny Little League? Give a shout out to them. Yes, uh, this is Steve Smith and Ankeny. Yep. And uh, the uh, uh, Little League 
uh, all-star team from Ankeny Intermediate Division. Yeah. They uh, went on to the World Series in uh, Livermore, California, and they finished the season in all-star competition uh, 13-2. and So they really had a fantastic season. It was a, a dream of a lifetime for the team and coaches and parents. Thanks, Steve. So yeah, that's great. Well. It, it, what, a, what a life experience. Great run. Be. And I think the intermediate division is like one year above the, you know, we see the Little League World Series on TV. Yeah. I think the intermediate division is one year above that. But a great run for Ankeny. Anytime you make it to the World Series in another state, it's pretty cool. All right, uh, before we take a break, I want to get your quick thoughts oh. on uh, the Urban Meyer thing, Ohio State. Uh, I kind of gave my yeah, thoughts sure. on Meyer, I, your thoughts on I, Meyer. I echo what you said, John. I guess the thing that I'd reiterate or maybe iterate is, is we're forgetting about Courtney Smith here, mm-hmm. the victim. A lot of times, you know, we go to the juicy story of Urban Meyer, but Courtney Smith here was let down not only, uh, allegedly, uh, by Urban Meyer, but by her family who convinced her to stay in the relationship for financial reasons. Uh, by the community at large. It seems that there are many people who knew about this. And so I I think we all can learn something here. Domestic abuse is something that's very, very serious. And it's not something that you can schluff off and say, you know, we'll deal with that later or he'll change. Because many times that's what what the wife um, or, or the partner will think. Um, and you get brainwashed in those situations. So it's the people around, it's the community around the victim that, that hopefully can, can um, uh, invigorate that victim to, to get out of a terrible situation. And if, if Urban Meyer knew about this in 2015 and pushed it up the chain, as he says, and then let Zach stay on until 2018, it's like Joe Paterno in a different situation. It's the morality issue. Yes. How many victims, how many, how many more dangerous situations was Courtney Smith in over that three-year period because Urban Meyer and anybody else who knew didn't push harder after they did what they were, quote-unquote, supposed to do? And Ohio State has announced, they just announced tonight, uh, they, you know, they launched their own investigation. They will come up with a decision on Urban Meyer in 14 days. So in about two weeks, we'll know Urban Meyer's fate, whether he is – you know, staying with the team, going to be suspended or fired. That's Cynically, basically, that's basically I, I think uh, with that two weeks, he'll, he'll, he will be the coach uh, week one. I think that's well. I, I kind of think he will, too. All right, up next, Scott and I face off. Jack Tri Stadium has a new name for its field. Comes with a price tag. That and more, plus your final takes. Give us a call, 515-282-9010 to sound off. You can always email the show, soundoff at whotv.com. I understand there are many Trump supporters out there, but I'm not sure how any of them can back the Donald on his thoughts about LeBron James. LeBron has done more to help kids and families than Trump ever will. Here, here. That kind of goes along with what you're saying. All right, time to bounce around some more topics. We call it face-off. Kirk Ferentz announced a one-game suspension for starting offensive tackle Tristan Wirfs. Wirfs was charged with OWI on a scooter. This got Cyclone fans all riled up as they thought it should be a two-game suspension. Of course, the Cyhawk showdown is in week two. Scott, should there be a set punishment from the NCAA 
for OWI, DUI. I'm a little weird because I usually am against set punishments guidelines mm -hmm. because I'd rather each situation be taken on a case-by-case -case basis, but I realize that actually makes it harder for the leveler of punishments to make their, to do their job. But the little I know about this situations, these situations, is I'm fine with these suspensions, and I'm also fine with Iowa State's Camilo Tongamoa, who received an OWI in January. I'm fine with him not missing any games. Jack Trice Stadium now has a name for its field, Mid-American Energy Field. Iowa State sold the naming rights for $15 million over 10 years. Most fans don't like it, but that's a lot of money. I'm doing a, actually a documentary on Jack Trice and the 20-year saga of how the stadium got its name. And it would have been another tragedy in the Trice legacy to change the stadium name. Mm -hmm. But changing the field name, which, interestingly enough, used to be Jack Trice Field at Cyclone Stadium, it's not a big deal to me. Money talks. The first college football coaches poll is out. Alabama is number one, Clemson two. I'll give you a choice. Bama and Clemson or the field. Well, who, I am a betting taking, man. Who are you taking to win it all? John. And I got boring Bama winning, so it's an easy pick for me. It's hard to bet against Saban, but I'm taking the field. All right, Tiger versus Phil. One-on-one -on -one golf match Thanksgiving weekend. I love this. Ratings will be huge. I'll take Tiger. Who you got? John, there's a much bigger rivalry in golf than Tiger and Phil. It's the Kemper alumni golfers versus the Carroll High alumni golfers oh, in this Saturday's Rivalry Cup. In a Ryder Cup style event, we've lost Carroll High three years in a row. But don't you worry, we're going to take down the Knights this year. I guarantee it. Can I get an amen? Go Tigers. All right, all right. Can I get an amen? All right. Let's move on. All right. Overrated, underrated. Overrated, the Hall of Fame game. Only backups play, and it's usually, well, let's just say not the best football. Underrated, the speeches at the Hall of Fame enshrinement. They're almost always great. Brian Dawkins, Brian Urlacher were really, really good. Brian Dawkins, this year. an all-timer. Couple calls That's here. Let's to get say. to uh, actually. Wait, oh, oh. oh for now. Just tiny ref. Okay, what is it? All right, how's it going, Mr. Soundoff? I do good. Yeah. Mr. Soundoff. Yeah. Keep going. I'm Lord okay. Soundoff. One minute. All right, let's do this. All right, uh, let's get to a couple calls. Uh, Jan and Clive. Jan and Clive, you want to talk about Urban Meyer? Hi guys. Hi guys. Yeah. I think that uh, Urban Meyer should have to pay two million dollars a year for the rest of his life if they keep him on as a coach. To that uh, uh, woman. Thanks. All right, Jan. Thank you very much. How about Barb and Ames? Barb, I uh, hear you played golf with uh, Mr. Sipker here. Oh boy. Yes. Yes. Hi, Scott. This is. Oh, Barb hello. Yeah. Remember when we drank Barb wine Scott. together? Oh, yeah, we had a great time with Scott. He's an awesome golfer and an awesome golf coach. Oh, and we had well, so thank much you, Barb. Fun with him. Well, and we've uh, been waiting, we've been watching all evening, waiting for you to show the picture of the fearsome foursome with you. Yeah, I, I'm regulated to only drinking live on air, not to actually showing pictures of me drinking off uh, air. Okay, well, we enjoyed <laughs> playing with you, and we hope you'll be our guy next year. I, too. Well, I, I return the same compliment, my friends. Thank you. Thank you. All right, thank you for the call. That's enough compliments mm. for the Iowa Nice Guy. I feel good about it. Uh, Kemper sucks. All right, <laughs> that'll do it for us. Murphy's back next week. We oh, hope really? you are too. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, that's man. too bad. Well, we'll leave you with the sound off, send off, outtakes as John and I try to be like Phil. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh! <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs>